Hello, um, I'm Lucille from Horse for Horror, and you are about to listen to the second episode of the podcast where we talk about my favorite horror film, Saw. Just wanted to preface this with a few content warnings. This episode does deal with some heavy topic discussions such as torture, gore, self-mutilation, suicide, cancer, child endangerment, infidelity, and drug addiction. And we understand that some listeners may not wish to hear that. And so if you feel like that, that might be a bit too much for you. Uh, um, please take care of yourself and you don't have to listen to the episode. But if you, but if you want, wish to proceed, uh, we really hope that you enjoyed the episode. So uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy us talk about the movie Saw. And yeah, hope, hope you enjoy. Take care, y'all. Welcome to Horrors for Horror. Uh, this is a podcast where three friends get together and we discuss what we've been watching in the world of horror. I'm Lucille. I'm Will. And I'm Tabs. And today, we have a special one for you. Um, so, before, so we've been going through um, our favorite horror films. Uh, yet last time Tabs did the thing. Um, I wanted to at least preface this before I get into my film, although you probably already know the title. I grew up terrified of everything. I was incredibly fucking scared, incredibly squeamish. I did not get into horror films until I was like 13 years old. I did watch stuff like Courage the Cowardly Dog, but I ran, I would run out of theaters screaming and crying over previews and sound. Mm. Um, <laughs> I, I, I never actually, I didn't actually get to, I saw like four or five films that were not even supposed to be scary before I actually sat down and watched them peacefully, and that wasn't until Wally in two thousand eight, <laughs> and that was like two, three years later. Oh. Um, um, and when I got into horror, I was incredibly squeamish about gore, or like even before, I was always incredibly squeamish about gore, and would just like every time there was something gory, I would get like really, I would feel nauseous and start to feel sick. So today my favorite horror movie is the movie Saw from 2004. <laughs> and I <laughs> I love this movie. I love this movie so much. Um this is what we know as this is what in the uh society business we call character development. <laughs> um but yeah. Um Saw it took me a while to decide what I wanted to do for this because I love horror so much. It is my favorite genre. I had a lot of movies going through my head. Um, one of them was um, one of them was Alien, but I kind of realized since Tabs is doing the thing, that might be a bit too similar, so I decided against it. I wanted to do. There's also Possession, but considering how a 1981 film about a horror film about a failing marriage and monster sex, directed by a um, uh, not Russian, I, Polish, I believe, uh, by, by, by a Polish art house director. I felt like that would have been too weird <laughs> to start things out with, so I decided against that. And I kept thinking, and I landed on Saw, and after watching it three times within the past three days, I'm glad I chose it. Um, this may not be the best horror film I've seen, but it is my favorite, by far. 
um just before we get into like talk about uh what do you, what did you guys think of it because i know will this was also your first time watching saw yeah what did you think of it i think it's a very tightly written film um i think there is like no fat in this film whatsoever um everything yeah. is there for a reason everything is there um for a purpose and i really appreciate it about i really appreciate this movie for that yeah and what what, what did you think about it tabs i so i've seen this movie i think once once or twice before uh and the first time i watched it it was definitely like i was like an edgy teenager who was like watching it with her edgy teenage friends being like "Ooh, we're gonna watch saw <laughs> um <laughs> and i didn't really like sit down and like appreciate it i guess because like watching it now like more as like an adult and uh somebody who is more like into horror outside of just wanting to be into horror because I'm an edgy teenager. Um, I like definitely do appreciate it for its uh, genius. Like, like Will said, like it is very tight. There is a lot in this movie that happens and it does like go back to that. Like there is a, like a lot of this movie has, you know, like, information and the information always like carries over um yeah like there is no information that's just said like as a one-off thing i guess um and i definitely still think it's very like unintentionally funny at one point at points um it is <laughs> yeah very lighthearted in how it is edited um but <laughs> i think the movie in itself i think is very well written and i liked the story of the movie and stuff yeah yeah um yeah this is this is my favorite horror film uh not in terms of film quality but i think just um as pure entertainment um it is it which which if you've never seen saw but you just know of it you may think I'm like you may think I'm probably like fucked in the head for saying that. <laughs> um, like I know, like even like my my parents, my dad um, is not huge into horror, and when I told him that like I like like what like I remember I went to go see uh, Spiral in theaters, and my dad was like, "Why the hell are you going to see this?" And like I like the Saw films, and you're just like, "But those are like really like twisted and demented, aren't they?" And I'm like, "Yeah, the first one's actually like." really good though and he's he's like i i I don't i don't really know maybe i'll watch it maybe maybe he will watch it i do own four copies of (laughs) but um um yeah (laughs) um so yeah like i mentioned i watched this three times i watched this with a commentary track um where i'll be if i provide trivia i'll provide little bits of it from there then i watched it with will and for the first time and then i watched it with tabs and i believe will will again Mm -hmm. Were you there again? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then some other, some other of our friends, um, who had never seen it before. Um, some of our friends, uh, my boyfriend was there, um, and like I think only two people hadn't seen the film before. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, the movie, the movie starts out basically. Um, we we start out on a shot of someone underwater. Um, 
and there is a blue light just floating over them, and this per this person wakes up and they struggle around in the water, and we realize they're in a bathtub, and and they when pulling out, fucking shit. Um, sorry, I had a banana before this, <laughs> and that banana uh, fucking hates me. Um, um, and they pull the drain in the bath, and that blue light goes down the drain. And I'm this is never I'm bringing this up for no reason in particular. This is never gonna come up again. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're totally right. Yeah. Um, and it, and um and this person who's in the tub falls out of the tub, and it's he's in this room that it's pitch black. He's confused. He's yelling, and it smells disgusting in there. And there's another voice across the room. And he asks him to turn on the lights, and he doesn't know if he can, but then he does turn on the lights, and every and it is literally just like you turn on your phone at like 3 a.m. and you're fucking blind. It is that, but like five times more powerful. Um, and we find that there are two men in this room. One of them is... His name is Adam Stanheit. I found his full name. It's Adam Stanheit. Bro, we Stanheit. Um, Dude. We Stanheit. <laughs> Stan Pines. Um, played... Stan Pines, yo! Um, he is played by the screenwriter Lee Winnell. Um, and then we also have um, Lawrence Gordon, who is played by Carrie Elways, a.k.a. Wesley from Princess Bride. Yeah, this is actually such a weird sequel to the princess bride actually this is this is the weird i thought i almost said the weirdest gayest sequel but princess bride is already a very gay movie yeah um <laughs> princess bride is queer culture <laughs> yeah, um, it exactly. truly is it truly is yeah um and um in a, in the middle of this room it they're for a kind of they're in this bathroom looks like shit it is the most dis, it is they're in some fucking gas station bathroom in the middle of Oklahoma. <laughs> like, this shit looks disgusting. There is, like, stuff all over the walls. There's bathtubs. But, surprisingly enough, there's a dead body in the middle of this room. There is a just dead body. This guy is dead. He shot himself. Um, He has shot himself, and he is just laying in the middle of this of this bathroom, and both men... Adam and Lawrence find themselves that they are chained to pipes. And instantly, one of the best horror setups I've ever seen. It's simple, it's effective, it's unsettling, and also kind of helps start escape rooms. And I love escape rooms. Yeah, so, this movie, yeah. yeah, this movie kind of was like the start of being like, oh, fuck, we're in a room. We gotta get out of it. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Yeah, kind of like was like the launch pad of escape rooms, which are a huge yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, and in this dead body, um, um's hand is a cassette recorder, and both of them find tapes in their pockets. Um, I should also mention, um, you don't you only know um Lawrence's name by now, um, because um he introduces himself as um Lawrence Gordon. He's a doctor. Um, he's a doctor. He's a doctor. He's a doctor. He's like, he's like, my name is Lawrence Gordon. I'm a doctor. I'm a fucking um, doctor. I'm a and, goddamn um, Adam, doctor. And Adam, the first, and when asked to introduce his name, Adam says, 
My name is very fucking confused. What's your name? What's going on here? <laughs> My name is very fucking. What a weird name. Like, honestly, I know, you know, there's name. been a trend of parents who want to name their kids these unique names, but, like, really? Why not pick a proper name like Sasuke Uchi? <laughs> <laughs> like John Carcat. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like, like, um, Damien Koichi. Damien Koichi. <laughs> Damien Koichi. Um, what about um um, what about X A E twelve? God, no, <laughs> we can't. Hi, welcome to the second episode of the podcast where we have already brought up Elon Musk and Homestuck and Tengenrampa and. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. awesome. What if you and named you- your kid? What if you named your kid after Morse code? <laughs> yeah, there's a. <laughs> this is my kid. Sorry, when I when I start laughing, I can't fucking. There's stop. a kid in like uh. class, and like the guy's like, uh. Dot 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 dash, and he's like, actually, it's pronounced. Oh my god! 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 Oh my his tape basically there's a voice on this tape that basically tells him that for his entire life he's been a voyeur um looking at people from the outside um but what happens if uh what happens when he has to look in at himself his aim in this game is to survive um and um gordon lawrence gordon's tape um tells him that his for his entire life he has been told that he has been telling people that they are going to die someday and now he is going to be the cause of death his aim in this game is to kill Adam. He has six on the clock to do it. Otherwise, his wife and daughter will die. I like how, like, uh, Adam's here. Like, uh, like we're told, like, oh yeah, he's a voyeur, like voyeur and stuff like that. And then like, the like, alleged reason why uh, Lawrence is here is because he tell like he's a doctor. <laughs> like, he's here because he's a doctor, and he tell he's he just doctor. tells people that like. He has to occasionally tell them that they have cancer, <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. and that's the only reason why you're here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and he, um, and at the end of the tape, uh, Gordon notices that Jigsaw whispers something that says, "Follow your heart," and um, and when they realize that there is a toilet on the other side of the room, and there's a heart painted on it and poopy now or in brown sharpie in brown sharpie and adam goes over to the toilet and it is disgusting he reaches his hand in the toilet and like fishes around and it is fucking gross he's like fishing around in this fucking poopy water trying to find something and then he's like after that he's like i can't find anything he takes off the toilet tank and there's a bag in there with there's a bag in there. He's like, I really should have checked in there first. <laughs> and um inside the bag are two hacksaws. Um and um and immediately the two of them try to start cutting through their chains. 
Adams breaks, and so now there's only one hacksaw, and that is when Detective Detective Gordon, no, Dr. Gordon, that's when that's when Lawrence realizes that the purpose of the hacksaws is not to cut through their chains, it's to cut through their feet. Yeah, you know. Simple. Simple. It's simple. It's simple and clean. Is um, that you're making me fucking goddamn it? <laughs> Simple. That 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 that's not not that's not. It is not simple. Do I, do I dare make a? Do I may or may? Do I dare make a sex joke in the second episode of a podcast? <laughs> the whole? What, what we can say is this bathroom is definitely not simple and clean. Wait, wait, copyright, copyright. Oh my god. Stop! Oh my god! We can't! We can't! We gotta go back! We gotta go back to talking about the movie! Can't go! Okay. Um. Then we cut to the very first Saw flashback! And as I, uh, as I've described it, the editing in this movie is, uh, James Wan wanted to make a, uh, metal music video from the early 2000s. (laughs) And I will actually talk about that, um, in a, in a second, um, because I, I talked about it in the comment, talked about it in the commentary. Um, um, so it cuts to, um, we have no idea. How, like, we've talked about like five months prior. We don't know it at the time, but it's five months ago. And um, they go to a crime scene, and they see this guy who has who is in who is dead in a fucking cage, like, filled with barbed wire. He has cut himself open. He has died of internal bleeding, and there is stomach acid on the floor. And there is a jigsaw piece carved out of his back. And we find out that he was put in there by Jigsaw because he was a uh, he was a perfectly healthy man, but was also depressed and tried to kill himself. And Jigsaw was just like, "Motherfucker, the the fuck, bitch! You can't you, have do that. You, you can't be sad. You can't be sad. You're perfectly fine. You you're you're a middle class person. You want you want you want to die. You want to die so fucking badly. Fine." I'm gonna put you here in this fucking cage. You have till three o'clock to escape, and if you really want to die, just fucking stay there, cunt. <laughs> Dickhead. Lol. And lol. And this guy flails a, like through this editing style, flails around, thrashing against the cage. It, it is all incredibly sped up. There are flashes of newspaper clippings and his dead body all over the place, and they do this a ton. And the reason that they did this was because they did not have enough footage. Mm. They this movie was a budget of 1.2 million dollars and they could only afford to do like one to two takes of everything. Oh wow. Um and they ended up having to do a lot of reshoots which had uh James Wan and uh Lee Wanell stand in for the actors. <laughs> um and so like with a lot of this in mind um Basically, um, they had to cut. They had to use a lot of like a lot of the editing that they used was with uh, footage that they re- kind of repeated and sped up. A lot of the footage was from on-set photographers mm-hmm. taking stills and just put that in the the script and in the in the final product. So while it's while pe- while it's like a really interesting way to edit and like really experimental for the time, 
they was really to do it so they could so it could like feel like a film and feel a bit more cohesive. Um, and honestly, works for the film in my opinion. It does, but it does um, just like give me the feeling of I'm watching like some new metal music video from the early 2000s uh yeah and the guy is like singing about his like ex-girlfriend being a bitch (laughs) and like (laughs) something like that um so yeah it it does like i do like laugh a little bit whenever i do watch this movie because of the editing (laughs) no yeah me too yeah Um, yeah it's fucking hilarious even in the commentary, they were laughing at, um, which was a commentary with James Wan, Lee Winnell, and Carrie Always. They were they were laughing at this film a lot. They, um, they very much. Um, Carrie Always loves this film. Like they all love this film so much. They all have their problems, but Carrie Always loves this film. Thinks it's has said it's the most fun that he's ever been on a film shoot. He's ever had on a film shoot. Carrie Always just loves this movie and kept like praising it a bunch and like well and, like having like a genuinely good time talking about it. And it's like they all had like a really good time on set too. That's good. Um Aw, that's sweet. Yeah. yeah. Um this entire because of this was a very small budget, um, every single shot that you see is pretty much every almost every single shot that they made for the film. Wow. Um, like, like, because they could only afford so much, so, like, 95% of what you, of, of, 95% of the footage they shot is in this entire film. Oh, wow. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and this film was shot in the same warehouse, and the production team, like, in the same areas of the warehouse, and the production team changed it up every single day, which is fucking insane. So, this bathroom... This underground thing, Jigsaw's lair, the hospital, Lawrence's house, that is all in the same space. <laughs> wow. Made out of the same stuff. Damn. It is ridiculous. Like, the, everyone went off on this film. And it shows. Um, back to the film, after that, you they go to another, they go to another thing to where um, some, some guy I don't entirely know um, why he's in there? I mean, like Jigsaw claims that he's, he claims he's unhealthy, but keeps seeing him walking up and down. As far as I've been aware, it's because he used a um, he u- he uses a uh, handicap thing, a fraudulent handicap thing to park in handicap spots. From what I've heard, I don't know if that's entirely true, but either way, Jigsaw's just like you're a fucking piece of shit. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put you in this room. With broken glass all over the floor and a safe and a candle, the that you're is a slow-acting poison coursing through your veins, and the antidote is in the safe. But the code for the safe is all around the room, and the only light you have is from this candle. Oh, you you know how you feel so fucking wet and slippery right now, so lube, so fucking lubed up, um, so fucking lubed up and ready to slide in. Um, that's flammable. Be careful. <laughs> Um, and this guy, uh, burns up. He, he gets set on fire. And, um, those are the first two victims that we see of Jigsaw's trap. And, um, and so we, we also meet detect, we also meet three detectives. We meet a detective Tap and detective Singh. And then we also meet, um, another detective. I don't remember her name, but she plays a key role, um, later on in Saw 2 and Saw 3. Um, but um, she finds a pen light at the scene of the crime. Um, 
and um and uh oh um and what happens is we then cut to uh to uh to Gordon in the hospital discussing a cancer patient um um to his um to I I, I don't I, it's a, like or, uh, or like, I I think there it, it's like a group of people in scrubs I believe that yes those are supposed to be like either they're supposed to be like um residents so they're like uh like um medical school students who have to like work at a hospital while they're getting their yes. degree yeah uh, yes and he's talking about this patient and just calls him the patient but there's this one guy who walks past who doesn't really like that and um he says that the patient is named john kramer and this guy is named zek he's an orderly he works he's an orderly at the hospital um and um and um after after finding after like doing all of this dr gordon goes back to his office where both detectives are there and show him this pen light which has doc which has gordon's dna um like fingerprints on it mm-hmm. and um we find we f- and then um he is called in for questioning to where we find out that he has an alibi but he was not seen but he was out seeing someone that wasn't a patient um and um sounds like if you have a wife and kids and you're seeing someone that isn't your patient uh sounds like you're kind of sleeping around fuckaroo mm-hmm. um and uh that that fucking sucks um but at, after he's cleared um the detectives just decide hey we have someone from a trap who survived <laughs> Do you want to just listen to her testimony, bro? Which I don't get why and Lawrence is just like, I, why would no, they do that? I don't. I'm a doctor. Bye. Like, you don't have to stay, dude. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Like, like how much of why, a fucking would... dick do you have to be? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, hi, this is a person who, like, survived, like, an attempted murder on her life and like a fucked up torture thing. Do you want to listen to her testimony? And he's just like, listen, we have some, we have some popcorn. Yeah, like we have some like Dr Pepper. You do you want to kick back? Like, and he's just like, okay. And but like two scenes earlier, he's like, why are you questioning me? Like, I'm a doctor. I'm busy. Like, I'm so busy. Like, oh my god. And <laughs> and then this one, he's just like, he actually doesn't even want to. He actually doesn't really want to be there. It's just the detective is just like, please fucking. Yeah, stay. they're just like, like please. Like, like he's like, I don't like this isn't my business. And the and detective's like, oh, putty please, putty please. Oh, please. We think you should stay because we're fucked up. Please, you, know, you need to stay. You need to stay, please. Um, and we find out um, that this 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 girl's name is Amanda Young, and she was put in a trap. Um, where she was put in a trap. We um, when we see her, she has uh she has like scars around her mouth. Mm-hmm. And we and we're like, how did she get those scars? Trap, yeah, how did she get those? She was placed in the most famous scene. From this in, from this entire series, um, where she is has this metal mask contraption all around her head, with two things hooked into her mouth, and after freaking out a bit, um, a TV turns on where this fucking puppet comes on. This fucking creepy ass puppet 
<laughs> who's named Billy, <laughs> just turns at her and is just like, hey, I want to play a game. Um, so, um, you want to know why you're here? I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you why. Um, but, you know, you, you must, like, already know why you're here. Um, but, you see this thing that's on your head? Here, do you know what this is gonna do? Um, after, like, a minute, it's gonna rip your face open if you don't get the key. You know? Like, you know what? That's a kind of, that's kind of chill, right? That's kind of, that's kind of cool. That's kind of flirty, you know? <laughs> flirty? Um, where's this key? <laughs> Did you say flirty? That's what Billy says. Flirty. That's what Billy says. Oh, <laughs> He's like, it's kind of cool. It's kind of flirty, you know. Like, like, see, it's on. It felt like on your head. It's gonna like tear you open, you know. Like, no big deal, no big deal. But you do need the key though if you want to escape. Uh, this key is in uh the stomach of this dead person who's just in the room, and you just gotta tear it out. You just gotta, you just gotta tear it out. You gotta tear it out, bestie. Uh, you got this. Good luck. Heart. And we get more <laughs> heart emoji. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> B Billy Jigsaw be like, oh, tee shit's cute. We actually put you in a saw twap. Puts my finger to my cheek, um, rolls it around, oh, and it's like... It's <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like funny. I'm just like a mischievous little guy. Like, I'm a mischievous little I'm guy, having a fun you know, time. Well, don't you know? I'm just a mischievous little guy. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> riding my riding yeah. around with my little twicycle. Yeah. My little twicycle. Um, Amanda starts freaking out. We get more of this editing where it spins around the room. She's shaking around after she gets up, and she walks over to this to this body. She lifts up his shirt. There is a giant question mark on it. She finds a knife, and as she goes to stab him, this guy's eyes open. This guy's not dead. This guy is very much alive. He just can't move. He can't move his mouth. He can't speak. And Amanda just s fucking goes in on this guy. So he's like, she's like stabbing him. She's crying out. This guy is muffled screaming. It is disturbing. It's really fucking disturbing. Oh, God. <laughs> it's really disturbing and unsettling. And she pulls out his... She pulls the key out of his stomach and takes off the bear trap at the very last second mm -hmm. and it snaps as soon as it hits the floor and Billy the pup Billy comes out riding on his little tricycle and just tells her like hey well done well done you did it awesome job well, bestie awesome job congratulations 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 <laughs> congratulations, congratulations. Um, and and then states that, um, and then says, and I quote, Most people are so grateful to be alive, but not you. Not anymore. And he's like, nah, not, not, not anymore. <laughs> 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 um, and we find out that Amanda was put in there because she was a heroin addict. Yeah. And <laughs> um, so she was in there for heroin. Yeah. Basically. And the and they never explained this, but the person that she killed was uh, her drug dealer. Yeah. Yeah. So she basically like actively like severs like forcibly severs herself from heroin, um, and claims that Jigsaw helped her. I also want to point out, which I'm certain is uh, 
not going to come back anyway. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, I do want to point out, though, that uh, Danny Glover, uh, uh, Detective Tap, he keeps calling Amanda Mandy. Um, yeah. And, like, at no point in any of the other movies are does any, like, because I, I even asked, like, Lucy, who has seen, like, all of the movies multiple times, I go, like, um, do they ever call her Mandy? <laughs> like, ever again? I don't think so. I don't know if they ever do. I think it's just, I think it's just Danny Glover does Yeah, and, and it was just, um, like, because it was so funny, because there's this, like, serious moment, and he just goes, like, Mandy, can you tell us? And it's like, who the fuck is Mandy? I thought her name is Amanda. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Man, Mandy is the Mandy doesn't come out for another like fourteen years. But, like, <laughs> we find and uh, we find out um, after that. Um, I believe like it cuts back and forth between uh, stuff happening, stuff happening a lot. Um, I'm trying to p- remember like little bits and pieces. I guess um, it's at this. I um, and then um, I believe it's at this point. Um, it's at this point where um, we cut back and um, Adam freaks out a bit and um, throws throws something. Th- this movie is a bit all over the place and the Wikipedia article like kind of does this in chronological order a bit. So it's I'm trying to piece together what I remember because I also just watched this last mm-hmm. night. Um, mm-hmm. But um, he throws a piece at, at, Athena, at a bathroom mirror and we find out that that is a two-way mirror. And after he breaks it some more, um, we there's a camera behind it. And we find that there is someone watching them with a with a camera, and it's Jigsaw. Like Jigsaw's just watching them with a the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I believe then after after that, um, um, they we just they kind of talk about like, um. Dr. Gordon kind of realizes, like, I haven't seen my... I like, The last thing I said to, like, my... I, I, I feel bad about the last thing I said to my family. And we cut to... um, We cut to Gordon at his house. Um, well, we cut, well, we cut to the, the Gordon household where his daughter wakes up, goes to his mom's room, and is just like, Mommy, there's someone in my room. And she doesn't Mommy. react how like the mom's just like uh, we'll go get your dad yeah like she does not react how like i think any mom would react (laughs) because like if your child came into your room and was like mom there's a scary man in my bedroom like even if your kid had nightmares like a lot and was like you know say like oh there's you know like even if your child was having nightmares a lot if your kid just came to you in the middle of the night while you're sleeping and was just like mom there's a man in my room i think any like person would be like hey what the fuck what do you mean there's a man in your room not honey (laughs) doesn't she say like honey the bad man doesn't exist or something like that and it's like (laughs) either that or she's like let's go get your dad she like kind of just like goes like yeah the bad man doesn't exist or something and it's like no he does um (laughs) can we Um, (laughs) like i don't know (laughs) it is really funny and we yeah 
we uh we cut um we we then gort and then back in the daughter's room uh gordon is comforting his daughter and um telling help helping ease her to sleep plays um um plays this little, little piggy and it's it's cute it's a really cute scene showing him be like a nice dad um but then he's pulled away uh for work he gets a beeper um, on his and beeper gets a beeper yeah on his and um, you know you know beepers he's like, i have to yeah he has, gets a page and um his daughter is like you're not gonna leave us are you and he's like i'm never i'm never going to leave you and your mom and um tells her that he loves her and leaves and immediately afterwards as he leaves he gets into a fight with his yeah. wife about how <laughs> yeah he have, immediately his wife starts down it's like why the f- his wife is his wife says to me like it's like i'm like why do you act like you're happy all the time and he's like i am happy and his wife's like i'd rather you break down and tell me that you hate me at least there'd be some passion in it Ooh. and and it kind of cuts from there um he leaves but then we cut to uh Danny Glover's character across the street from from his house mm-hmm. being like um being um like with newspaper clippings all over his wall and it's like what the hell happened here um and after he leaves the daughter goes back to sleep and the most I think honestly the creepiest scene in this movie happens where she looks over and through her closet, there's an eye peeking in, and you just hear someone whisper. You just hear someone whisper. If you're like "Good night" or like "I can see you" mm-hmm. or something like that, <laughs> and it is, and like she screams. Um, her mom runs into the room, and her daughter's there, and this guy covered in a blanket just grabs her daughter, and then grabs the wife, and ties them up to a bed, and is wearing this jacket, holds a gun and a stethoscope and is feeling the daughter's heartbeat as she as he points a gun at her mom and they're all just screaming and crying yeah there's just help. like this like extended sequence where you can just hear this daughter like anguishly crying and being like mommy mommy and it just feels and you just real. hear her heartbeat just palpitating it's it's upsetting. It is. It was hard upsetting. to watch that because it felt like real, like because like the way that the kid actress was like screaming, like mommy, and like crying, like felt too I real. W- like genuinely hope that, like, I genuinely hope that they were treated well on set. Yeah, and that was like genuine acting and not like the girl being terrified for her fucking yeah because like she the way she like was crying out was like it was hard to watch because it felt like you were hearing a little girl like being threatened with a gun and it was like it's it's scary it's so fucking scary um and then after that, we find out that uh, Gordon was released. And after that, uh, D- Detective Tap and Detective Singh are—they um, are watching um, one of the t- the uh, the tape of Amanda um, that, that Amanda got. And they find out that um, we find out like, hey, 
there's a fire alarm going off here. Where where is a fire like where's a fire been recently? And they find and track down this warehouse. Um and they and they go in and find uh this diorama set of the bathroom and they find Billy the puppet underneath a blanket and then they find another man tied up in this chair with bolts next to his neck his mouth is covered and he's like terrified and afterwards and after they realize that they hear someone coming and so they cover everything up and hide and jigsaw just wearing this fucking assassin's creed it doesn't cloak. look like an assassin's creed cloak it looks like a red and black cloak that you got from the halloween store like it looks like something that i think i had uh like it <laughs> looks so much like just like he like went to fucking spirit halloween and bought a um a, a, a like fucking cloak and everything it's really funny uh, and that's my headcanon that, like, before, like, he started doing all this, he just, like, went to Spirit Halloween and bought a bunch of, like, Halloween decorations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, he comes in and, uh, sees, and sees this guy, and, like, he's, like, he's, like, wow, you're awake already. Um, holy shit. Um, are you ready for the test? And then the detectives pop out, and they're, like, we're gonna, and they're, like, freeze, we'll shoot you. And Jigsaw's there, and just steps on a button, triggering this guy's trap. Now, we never know why this guy's in here. I actually don't know why this guy's in here. I don't know what this guy did. I never looked up what this guy did. He's just in this chair, and there's drills coming at his neck. And I uh, don't know why. Generally don't know why. Um, if someone actually knows, that would be really helpful information to know. You can just, like, probably, like, add us on Twitter about mm -hmm. it, or... You can, like, mm -hmm. at me on Twitter, um, twitter.com slash midwestrogen with an underscore at the afterwards. Um, and, um, and Jigsaw is just like, here's time for your game. You either got, you either got to save this guy or let me go. Or, like, save, you either got to save this guy, let me go, or kill me and kill the, or, and kill me, but also kill this guy. And, um, and they, and one of them decides to stay behind and, um, and, like, one of them... Uh, I believe Detective yeah. Singh is yeah. his name. Um, decide like tries to look around for um, for um, like um, to how to stop this trap. And Jigsaw is like, "There's a key that you need," and um, and he's like, "The key's in the box." And he's like, "Where's the fucking box, dude?" And Detective Tap is holding Jigsaw at gunpoint. I know this sounds really overwhelming. There's a lot happening. There in this is. Movie. There is. So there much is. Happening yeah. In this movie. Yeah, it's overwhelming. And it's it's really overwhelming, but it's like I love this movie. Um, and Detective Tap holds a gun at Jigsaw and is just like you're like a fucking sick individual. And then Jigsaw is like, "Yes, I am. I'm sick of these bitches. I'm sick of all. The, I'm sick of this. There's a disease." He doesn't say I'm sick of away. these bitches, but <laughs> I wish he did. <laughs> he might as he well. Might as well. <laughs> I'm sick of these bitches, Detective. I'm sick of these. I'm bitches. sick of having I'm no sick, bitches. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> Need me a big booty. <laughs> Jigsaw starts an alpha male podcast. He's like, you know what women really don't be doing is. <laughs> they just don't be cooking anymore. Like, women really don't be breaking themselves out of a re reverse bear traps. <laughs> Damn. I'm gonna bring it. I'm gonna bring it back. Bring it. We're bringing it back. Bring it back. Um, and, um, after, and Detective Singh, he can't find the keys. 
so he shoots the thane and after he shoots the thane jigsaw literally this is why i say it's a it's an assassin's creed thing because this dagger this dagger comes out of his wrist and he just moves his hand and just slits detective taps yeah and 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 jigsaw just starts running tap is bleeding out covering his neck detective singh starts chasing after him and um and ends up going down this hallway and shoots jigsaw on the back and who falls down on the ground and detective tap is still fucking alive he's crawling around he's he's like stumbling around um in this fucking thing and um and um and then detective detective singh follows trips a wire and the coolest death I think in this entire film falls and in a series filled with elaborate deaths of traps. I think this one is honestly my favorite. Mm -hmm. He just walks into a room, trips a wire, and there are four shotguns above his head that all go off at the same time. And it, you don't actually see his head explode, but his head explodes in this giant splatter. It is such a loud splatter. There is so much blood everywhere. And he just collapses on the ground. It's really cool. Yeah, I, really I love these splatter that it, all that. Splatter yeah, and you can kind of see him like twitch a little bit too, which is just like, ugh. Uh, and yeah. I, I definitely do agree. Like, part of this, like the the sort of lore for the uh, this movie and this series is the like convoluted, like the convoluted deaths and the convoluted movie, like you know traps and things like that. <laughs> Um, but I think what, like, with this death, what it, like, it, and why I like it a lot is because it is just this one, like, bam, sort of death that you get, like, and really, I can't think of many other ones that happen in this series like that, because it really is just, yeah. like, this, like, sort of just, like, one second, he's walking through a room, and then suddenly he trips a wire, and he's dead. And it's like holy shit, <laughs> like, whoa. Yeah. Um. This film was never meant to be a torture porn film. They literally just wanted to make this like intriguing mystery. Yeah. Um. With like like they 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 said like they want like in the commentary they wanted to make something very Hitchcocky. Mm -hmm. Um. But like realized they couldn't do it with the budget. Um. But, and and I think I think this I think this film is like a great mystery. Um. But after that um um we find out that that yes detective tap is still alive his scar is healed he has a very gravelly voice and he is convinced that gordon is the killer of everything and is and um and in back inside the ship bathroom um they find a they f um what something that they remember hearing is x marks the spot on one of the cassette tapes and they turn off the lights, and there is a glowing X on the wall that must have been painted there with, like, glow dark Yeah, they explain this, like, paint. in the way that you're sort of thinking, because, like, um, Gordon is like, why the fuck didn't we see it before? And then Adam's like, oh, because it was glow-in-the-dark paint, and the, it, the lights haven't charged it yet. And it's like, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, okay, <laughs> like cool. oh, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just like really funny when they're just like gordon kind of is like the fucking like audience member at that one point being like why the fuck didn't we see you before what? <laughs> and adam's like 
Oh. And then lately, when now just the screenwriter's just in on here, it's like, oh, it's, oh, because, it's because of this. Uh, it's a glow in the dark paint. And was it charged yet? And it's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. I guess. And they they break that X, and there is a box in there that has two cigarettes, a lighter, and a one-way cell phone. Um, which oh, I, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot to mention earlier. Also, um, there's one point where Detective Gordon is talk like is talking about um, notes. Like about like pictures of of his of his wife and kids and throws his throws his wallet to Adam and Adam where and Adam sees a picture of his wife and daughter tied up with a that says regards and a puzzle piece on it and it is a disgusting it is picture. yeah it it's is very terrifying. scary and um does actually remind me of like. There's this, I won't go into too much detail because this is not a true crime podcast, but there is a photo uh, that no one really knows. Like, it is of a photo of a, like, uh, of, like, two younger people tied up. Um, and I believe somebody, like, found it in a parking lot and they were able to oh, identify God. the... Like, they were able to link the two people to back to two missing people's cases, but they've never been able to find, like, any other information. I'm not entirely sure if this is, like, a real thing or if it was a creepypasta that I'm misremembering as real. Uh, but it reminded me of that because I think it had happened by that point or maybe it was a few years later, but it was just, like how do you react to seeing a photo like that? And Adam kind of does it yeah. in a way where he's just like, huh? Like, he's, like, confused at first because, like, you have Gordon saying, like, this is my favorite photo because it's all three of us in the photo together because usually someone has to hold the camera and it's usually me. So I don't have a lot of photos with me, my wife, and my daughter all together. And then... Uh, like and it's like oh yeah like that makes sense like it's a three person family like, you know whatever and then it just shows Adam looking at this fucked up yeah. photo of his wife and daughter tied up and Adam's just kind of like huh <laughs> like what the fuck and he's like there's this photo's not here and like hides the photo a bit cause he's like he's afraid that if he tells it then he's gonna die yeah um and but like we later shows him the photo and that's not the case but um there's another note in this box that says the cigarettes are harmless except um when tied to bloodshed you don't need a gun to kill adam and gordon looks up and sees the pool of blood and gets the idea that maybe he could give adam one of the cigarettes and dip it in blood and have him light it and poison him um but what he does is he does that but then puts it back in the box then shuts off the lights and is just and then like whispers to Adam because I don't think they can I don't think he can like hear him I don't think they can I don't think Jigsaw can hear them at this point but he's like whispering to him just like hey I'm gonna give you this cigarette basically um pretend like you're dying yeah and so like and so like the lights come back on he gives him the cigarette Adam's like give me that sweet sweet cancer mm -hmm. and he lights up the cigarette and then just fucking dies he just he dies. He he's he just starts. Well, he dies. He um he he starts like twitching and like and like going like <laughs> and like the most obvious fake death ever. 
and just collapsed on the ground. And Goran's just like, I killed him. Where's my family? And then Adam gets electrocuted and is just like, I was just electrocuted in my fucking foot because of the shackle, dude. What the hell just happened? Uh, God fucking damn it. Uh, this banana hates me. Um, and and so it's like, well, he's not dead now. And it's like, shit. And so then they then they recount what happened previously. And we find out that Adam is a photographer who would take photos of who would take photos of people and um and we and um we find out that um um that uh detective gordon was in a was in a parking lot after going out of his way to a motel to see um one of his like students there and was and he like he gets mad at her for like paging paging him while he's at home and just like we're not gonna do anything about this then he leaves and then in the parking lot he is attacked by someone wearing a pig mask Mm -hmm. (laughs) and is put in this thing and then we find out that adam was taking pictures of people um um was taking pictures of people doing some shady stuff and then went home to develop them and then all the lights went out and I think this also has a really good crafted tense jump scare um, where he's in his house, it is pitch black, and it is just, he is wave, he's moving his camera around and clicks it, there's a flash, and then you hear the camera like slowly rile back up with the mm-hmm. and then you do it again, trying to light the room, and like, he's wandering around, and after one, he lights he lights it, and the pighead mask man just jumps out at him and grabs him, and now he's in here. Um, and they're, so they're like, well, we were both adopted here by the, uh, same, uh, person, and, um, then we get a phone call from the phone, um, and it is his wife being, um, his wife, Jigsaw has given his wife the phone, and has told him to not believe Adam's lies because apparently Adam knows who he is and it turns out Adam the pictures that Adam was taking were of Gordon mm-hmm. and detective Gordon was have every fallen around was getting his pictures taken by Adam and was being paid to do it and we find out that the person who was paying him was Detective Tap. The detective who went in, he went crazy after Singh died and was convinced that Gordon was the killer and so paid Adam to stalk and take photos of deta- of Gordon. And one in one of the first of this movie's many many twists to come. And and following a twist um, Adam reveals that the pictures that he took were in the bag with the hacksaws and and so he throws in the pictures and we see a picture of someone inside Gordon's house and who's inside Gordon's house? Zepp from the hospital who knew what the who knew what the patient's name was. Yeah and he had also said um, like he was an interesting guy he said that John was like an interesting guy yes and so 
basically, we just confirmed that Zep is Jigsaw. Um, Zep is Zep is Jigsaw. Mm -hmm. Um, and he is he is torturing, um, he is torturing his wife and kids. Um, and um, when we find out that Zep is Jigsaw, we realize the clock has struck six. We that it has been too late now, and so, um, and Phil, they're like, oh fuck dude um zep then tells his tells gordon's wife um in i think one of the best line deliveries of the entire film he goes up to um his wife and he's just like dr gordon's time is up and and now i gotta do what i gotta do and um, i think it has to be you that tells him he failed yeah it's it's really <laughs> funny the way he delivers it Michael Emerson is such a good line deliverer, um, who also, I mainly know him as, uh, Benjamin Linus from Lost. Mm -hmm. Um, and also speaking of Lost, Detective Sane is played by Ken Leon, who was also in Lost. I forget who he played in Lost, but he is also in Lost. Um, so there's a couple of people from Lost in this show, which I believe would have just started out uh, when this movie came out. I'm not sure. One second. Yeah, Lost came out and uh, started airing in 2004. So it would have been like they were like when the movie What do, what do you know when? In it was airing in September of 2004. So this movie had its pr pr like like re wide release um a month after Lost came out cuz this premiered at Sundance in January 2004. Wow. September um, 2004. This movie also took Yeah. Yeah. So this movie also took us uh, 19 days to shoot wow this like or like 17 days shoot and like it was like it was a very mm -hmm. short shoot so this came together in just like a course of like a couple months I yeah think, um with like editing and everything yeah um because the short was also made in 2003 there's a short film based on this like our earlier that they used to pitch this um to get more funding and that's actually how um danny glover because was in on this because danny glover saw the short and loved it mm -hmm. Um, and wanted to be a part of this. Um, but yeah, basically, um, he ha um, Zep has his wife call Gordon, and she's like, and she's like, sorry, you failed. And then immediately starts to, immediately, like, apparently when, um, Zep was in the room, found a way to, Zep was in the other room, found a way to untie her and her daughter. Um, and so she just breaks out of these ropes and starts beating the shit out of Zep. And here's and then gunshots go off, and Detective Tap, who is right across the street, hears gunshots, starts zooming over, and a whole fucking gunfight breaks out between the two of them. The daughter's screaming, everyone's screaming, they're all gunshots, and Detective Gordon hears this over the phone, and so he thinks that his wife and daughter are mm -hmm. dying. And he hangs up the phone, and he starts crying, and he's screaming in agony, and there's a whole fight going on. Um, his wife and daughter make it out, and a chase scene starts happening between Zepp and the detective. While this is happening, Gordon decides he needs to get the fuck out of here, so he reaches for the hacksaw and starts sawing his foot yeah. off. And yeah. Adam's he's, he's just like, like, no, dude, you got, no, don't do it. <laughs> he's, he's, he's like screaming like, no, what are you doing? Oh my god, dude, oh my god, and and Karyos is just like going ham like tying tied like his shirt around his ankle 
and his mouth and just sawing away at it. And it is, you don't, you barely see it. Like, you see, like, a couple shots of blood coming up, but you don't actually see him, like, cut off his foot. You just see it from his perspective. Not from his perspective, but, like, from, like, the underneath. And you see, like, blood splatter Mm -hmm. on him. And, um... Then we get the funniest driving sequence in any goddamn movie. Yeah. <laughs> Where they yes. have the two cars just pitch black in this warehouse with light shine on them and just the sped up editing as it's like zooming all around the car <laughs> as they're driving. It really is really funny thing. to like watch because it's, it's so just like super fucking... sped up and it's just like obvious that they're sitting in like not a real car. Like they're not sitting in a car, they're sitting in like something else and it's just so funny yeah it's it, it's kind of like how in like sitcoms like when there's like a car scene it's obviously yeah. not they're not ob- <laughs> yeah like they're not sitting like it, it very much was just like a sitcom driving scene like it's obvious they're not in a real car <laughs> just really sped up and it's really funny and then after gordon saws off his foot he is he is his he is so fucking pale he is drained. He's wandering over. He pulls out a gun. Uh, he grabs a gun, and Adam's just like, "No, I want to live. I have a family." And he's just and Gordon's just like, "You have to die." <laughs> and then Adam's just like, Adam's just like crying and screaming, and then he gets shot and falls against the wall. And Gordon's just crying and screaming for help, and then who opens this giant fucking door? But Zep. Zep just comes in and sees the dead body, sees Adam, and then points a gun at Gordon's like, you're too late. And Gordon's like, why? And Zep's like, it's the rules. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's the fucking rules. Um, <laughs> it's, the, it's the rules. Um, because it's he the made, rules. He made, he made, it's the rules of this game that mm-hmm. he made. And, um, and then Adam just springs up and grabs Zep, pulls him to the ground, and when he lands a punch on him, he actually, um, Lee Winnell actually punched Michael oh, Emerson wow. there. <laughs> he actually punched Michael Emerson there. Um, and then he grabs the toilet lid and just starts smashing his head in. Just starts wailing on his head. And then Gordon reaches out um, and stops him after he's killed Zep. The toilet lid is broken, and he's just holding on to Adam's crying and Gordon's just like, I'm gonna go get help. It's okay. And I'm sorry, these two are fruity. They are so fucking gay. <laughs> this is the gayest scene in the entire fucking film. It's just they're like crying. They're like so like close. They're, they're like, like no, it's fine. I'm, like, go on without me. <laughs> it's fine. I'll go for help. And um, there was no heterosexual explanation for that shot. There is no heterosexual explanation for it, so much so that the official Saw Twitter account tweeted out a picture of them with a heart around it on Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> and I, th- I think that's going to be the uh, the promo image for when we upload this episode, because that picture's the yeah. best. <laughs> it's um, great. And it's amazing. And then Gordon just crawls out as Adam realizes... Wait, shit. I'm still locked to this thing. I need to find a key. Zep's, Zep is around. And he's like, I'm gonna look Zep's, on Zep's dead body. He wanders around and, like, fi- and, like finds his wall. And he's like, there's no key. And then... 
he pulls out a tape recorder and presses play and the best music ever fucking made the just slowly starts to trinkle in and you hear Jigsaw's voice on the tape talking directly to Zep. Zep was a part of this game the whole goddamn time. There was a slow-acting poison coursing through his veins, and in order to do it, he had to kill Gordon's wife and daughter to get the poison. The antidote. And that was the rules of the game. The and to get the to get the antidote. And so he was part of this game the whole goddamn time. And this music is just building and you're like, wait, if Zep's not Jigsaw, who is? The camera slowly pans down and the dead body rises up off the ground. The body who shot himself in the head in the at the beginning of the film, who who is like shot in the head, laying on the floor, gets up, peels back this bloody adhesive with like bloody latex. And this man is John Kramer, Jigsaw himself. He has been with them the entire time in the room that they were in, lying there half, lying there unconscious, not breathing after he was injected with like, we find out he's in like a film three or film four that he was injected with like opiates um, that kept him, um, that kept him to not be able to not breathe and move. And he just gets up and says, the key to your chains is in the bathtub. And then we realize that blue light at the beginning of the film that we still go down the drain, that was Adam's key. Adam has been screwed from the very fucking beginning. He has never had a chance to escape. So he pulls out a gun, tries to shoot Jigsaw. Jigsaw electrocutes Adam as he's twitching, lying on the ground, Jigsaw shuts off the light, steps outside to this fog, grabs a hold of the door, and then Adam's screaming in terror as this music plays. Jigsaw says, game over. Slams the door shut. Credits roll as Adam is screaming and pleading for his life. And that is my favorite one of my favorite endings in a horror film I do ever. yeah I think uh right before we like started recording like I told my parents that we were gonna be uh covering this movie my dad was just like that's also a good one uh and stuff and I think like this movie is goofy it has like it's editing is goofy and there's definitely like some funny parts of this movie but it all just leads up to this fucking twist that if you've never watched the movie it's before, incredible. and you've never like gotten spoiled from this like about this movie, you genuinely have no fucking clue that twist is ha- is like coming because at the start of the movie, you know Gordon's like looking over this guy and he's like, you see, we have a he has a tumor in his something and he's like the patient, the patient, and then you have Zep who's just like his name's John and he was an interesting guy. And then that's it. That's all we ever see of uh, John Kramer at the start of the movie. And 
then <laughs> it's like rev- like you're pretty certain like oh yeah Zep is Jigsaw Zep is Jigsaw and he pulls out like that tape recorder and you're like holy fuck wait who's Zigsaw and then that's when like like him standing up in the slow motion him standing up in this in the bathroom is yeah genuinely every single time it happens i start vibrating i get so fucking excited it is so adrenaline pumping it's like holy shit you're just like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god and yeah they just slowly start standing up and like looking at uh like and he's just like the key for your chains in the bathtub and then like you just see Adam's like just depressed face of like no just shock and realization yeah of just like no you're kidding me and like this like game over and slamming the door is just like it is an iconic ending it gives you that like punch ending that I love in horror movies. Like, uh, yeah. Apparently, when this prem- this premiered at Sundance and people were cheering, I can at the imagine end. that. Yeah. This, like this, this premiered and then uh, for at Sundance for one night and then had another. I think it was at t- I think it was at TIFF, and that had a three night show. This film was originally going to be direct to video, but then after seeing the success of it at Sundance, uh, Lionsgate put it in theaters. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that ending is I think it's one of the standing. best like endings to a horror movie. Uh, you know, like it gives you that yeah. just like it, just all of like we were saying in the beginning where there's these moments in the film, like every single thing in the movie leads up to something. I think that ending is like it, like it gets rid of all the loose ends in the movie like yeah like without the knowledge like if you just watched saw one or if like saw was like the only movie that came out in the franchise yeah people would be like how the fuck did this person lay on the floor for six hours or however long like on the floor on the ground Mm -hmm. for that long without moving uh and they do explain that later on in the series but still like it's still like such who's gonna watch all seven of the saw films at plus then jigsaw plus then spiral plus then eventually the 10th saw film coming out who's gonna sip through all of that me Me, bitch (laughs) (laughs) like it these movies are they're so like I've heard people kind of describe them as like telenovela type um like murder mystery sort of like 80s or like like 60s like cop show type of deal and that's kind of how i feel about them is like if you don't take them too seriously and you just watch them as a sort of like uh 70s like cop show movies like it's fun because like i don't think these movies are meant to be like serious torture porn type of movies um like instead they're just stupid fucking movies about like 
<laughs> a guy, yeah. Jigsaw's fucking whole thing where technically he's not a murderer because he doesn't kill people. He finds ways for people to kill themselves. Like yeah, and then it's like, man, Charles Manson happened. I mean, I guess technically the only way for that fucking, like defense to work is if charles manson never happened in the saw universe (laughs) um and yeah (laughs) like in order for that to it's so funny too to think about like spoiler alert for the other saw movies but john kramer dies in like what saw Saw three and there's so many other movies that are still about yeah. him. <laughs> like, he's still a yeah. main character of the movies. Tobin Bell plays Jigsaw. He's in every single he's in every single fucking film. Oh yeah, and it's so Except I think if except Spiral, I think. I, th- I don't think he's in yeah. Spiral. Which is but... funny. And like he's not even the one that everybody like views him as is the like like he is and he isn't but all the things that's like on the um like merchandise and stuff is billy the puppet which is also just fucking hilarious like it's this fucking it's puppet so and like when he comes out on <laughs> that james wan made yeah himself. and he comes out in his little tricycle and he's just like you appreciate life amanda and it's just like who is this little guy oh, you love your fucking life oh, he's just a little fucking guy he's like a, just a little guy which i can just oh, i can only just imagine like when billy comes out on his little tricycle that john kramer is like behind the curtain he has to like situate the puppet onto the fucking tricycle and like buckle it in and like push it in and stuff like that i just i wish i want there to be a saw movie of all the times that like john kramer or whoever is like in the background like futzing about with the puppet and like other things like like he's like oh fuck i gotta put the puppet oh fuck she got out of the trap oh shit i gotta put the puppet on the fucking (laughs) on the tricycle oh shit oh shit and like I want to see that because I think that would be so funny of just like him cutting about with this fucking puppet so and shit. Funny. Because there's many times where he's just like, you're kind of like, how like how did he do that? Because like, <laughs> like he had to like do it in like three seconds or fi- like you know like, uh, and so I just want to see him like preparing. I guess is something that would be fun yeah. to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's Saw. Um, what, and just like, again, I love this movie so much. Final thoughts um, from you two um, on, this, I, on this movie? My final thoughts are I think this movie, if you watch it because of the. If you go into this movie watching it with the um, thought of like, oh, this is Saw. This is like torture. Like, ooh, it's Saw. You're not gonna, like, have a good time like go into this movie without the expectation of it being like like the reputation that it's gained because the first saw movie is not what made the reputation if that makes sense like the first saw yeah the the sequels is what like caused the whole like oh my god this is torture porn oh my god sort of deal because the first Saw movie is not at all like those. Like, you can watch the first Saw movie and that be it. <laughs> um, and yeah. 
So I think if you go into this movie with the like expectation that it's going to be what its reputation is, you're not going to really have a good time. You might think it's boring. You might think it's whatever. Whereas with like going into this movie uh, with the expectation of it being like a fucking like crime mystery movie um, with horror aspects, that's a lot more like how yeah. you should go into watching it because I think you'll have a lot more yeah. uh, pleasant of a time watching the movie. <laughs> yeah, how about you? Well, what would you would you would you think? Final thought. Final final thoughts on Saul. It's a ride. It's really fucking fun. Yeah. <laughs> are you at all? Maybe not for the podcast, but are you at all interested in seeing what the sequels have to offer? Totally. If they're anywhere oh. near as buck wild as this, they're more buck wild. I'm in. Oh, some of them get insane. I think while four is one of my least favorites, it gets fucking it gets buck wild. <laughs> I'm so fucking excited. I would love to see the movies, the other movies. Yeah. Yeah. I. And then, yeah, there's a tenth one coming out. Whether that's going to be another, like, from the Book of Saw thing, or whether that's part of the original, like, continuity thing, I am excited. I mean, yeah, um, like, and yeah. <laughs> I'm excited too. Yeah, I want to play the vi- I want to play the video games. The video games. Um, I know the video games are like insane. Like, you know, the games. There are games. Yeah, there's multiple? two games for like PS3 and Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. There's two of them. I want to play them. They're so yeah. expensive. They're like, they're like forty, yeah, fifty bucks. Uh, you know the edit. Like I, they're bad because they're not like. I know the like typically like streamers I've watched to play or people who play it are like. It's just like quick time events over and over again that get frustratingly like, st- and it's dumb, and but they're, it's like it's an experience to play the video games honestly, <laughs> uh, and. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was Saw. Um one of my one one of my favorite films um and horror films in general. Um thank you so much once again for um for coming to Horrors for to coming to Horrors for Horror. Um if you enjoyed this episode, um um, look forward to the next one. Um, follow us on Twitter at whores4, the number four horror. Um, at Twitter, um, you can um, um, at some you can like add us about stuff there. Whatever you wanna, whatever you like wanna fucking do. Um, and um, I am excited to see what we do yeah. next um, with this podcast. I'm really excited for this podcast. Like I mentioned the last episode. Yeah. And. Um, um, I hope that you all are too. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, and take take care. Uh, be sure stay safe out there. Um, stay cool. Stay awesome. Uh, don't be a piece of <laughs> shit. Um, and bye. Um, <laughs> uh, and yeah. Bye. 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 Oh my God! It's Jake's in my room. <laughs> <laughs>